Hello and welcome back. Today I wanted to talk about a topic that I guess I've struggled with for most of my teenage slash young adult life, which is how to get clear skin or struggling with skin problems, I suppose. To put it into context, in my early teenage years, I would get the most massive pimples. I didn't have acne, but I had very oily skin. And when I was seeing my beauty therapist for my brows, she started recommending skincare to me. So I started using some pretty active skincare. Now, it wasn't super intense like the stuff that dermatologists subscribe, subscribe, prescribe to you. But knowing what I know now, it's it's pretty intense for fresh young skin that's still adjusting to hormones. And then moving forward, I eventually became a beauty therapist and I worked with lots of different kinds of skincare and I saw different kinds of results. And in my own personal life, I've moved through many uh, different skincare lines. In fact, in a probably two years into my beauty business, which I am still running, Ash's Beauty Therapy, I started trialing new skincare almost monthly because I wanted to see what worked for me and what worked for my clients. Now, I was using ASAP, which is great. It feels great. It can be quite intense with very active ingredients in it. Um, but I've, I've still found like it, it wasn't making that much of a difference on my skin other than it felt good apart from some tingles every now and then. So I was like, well, what am I even doing? And then I really started looking into, as I do, because I love natural stuff, um, natural skincare. I started realizing that all of these active professional skincare brands that I'm using first of all I'm paying a fortune for them but secondly they're not actually making my skin any better so I started using this brand from Priceline and I noticed it was giving me the same results if not slightly better not by much hardly noticeable I only noticed this because I look at myself in the mirror every day and from then on, I just kept trying different kinds of natural skincares and brands. And I moved into, for my salon, a skincare brand that was organic and it was Australian made and it was sustainably sourced. So, you know, hitting the ethical marks there, but it also felt great on my skin. In saying that, and I have been looking at more skincare brands I'm not trying to push the agenda for natural organic skincare. I think you can choose whatever you want to choose. But in my professional opinion, and this is coming from a professional beauty therapist who's been in the industry for six years, it doesn't matter what you use. It matters how you look after your body and not just topically. So... I think it is important for us to clean our skin and to moisturize our body to 
maintain a certain level of moisture, particularly if we have dry skin. Um, and I, you know, for those of you that follow my beauty page, you will have seen I had an allergic reaction to soap all over my body. And so I've been really getting into moisturizing my torso now, not just my legs. And it's also a really nice like self-care moment for me. But what I also, funnily enough, got taught through beauty school was about Ayurveda, which is a type of, I want to say, it's a way of life, really, but it's used medicinally in um, East Asian cultures. And the more people that do um, yoga and dive into Vedic religions, Vedic astrology, they all end up, you know, getting really into Ayurveda. And what it was about is treating the whole body and including that in our consult form, consultation form for beauty, not just about the topical areas of the skin. Because, and I think from a beauty business standpoint, it's it can be a bit of like a liability thing you know, other businesses, they really promise results. You'll have clear skin just in four sessions. And if you don't have clear skin, then they can go back on the consult form. Well, you're still smoking or, well, you drink every weekend, right? But from a human perspective, it makes total sense. And I'm going to use an anecdote for my own personal life. So about um, three weeks ago, I stopped eating fast food. Now keep in mind, I can only eat uh, chips from McDonald's and hash browns from McDonald's. So that's the only kind of like deep fried foods that I can eat in fast food. And we were doing Macca's Monopoly a lot because we wanted to win stuff. So every weekend we would go and I would get a hash brown or I'd get some fries. And Every single time without fault, a day or two later, I would have new pimples forming on my skin. Now, this is also something I learned when it came to the Ayurveda stuff was how the oil in your skin, the health of your skin is deeply affected by the foods that you're ingesting. So if you're eating foods with lots of like chemicals, preservatives, um, unhealthy oils or it's doused in oil, then it's going to show through your skin as well. And your skin actually isn't punishing you for it. I think we look at pimples, for example, or even like eczema and psoriasis as a bit of a punishment and uh, a sore spot and a struggle and something we hate. But at the end of the day, it's actually our body protecting us. Our body is reacting in a way to certain foods, to certain topical products it's the first barrier of protection, of immunity between us and the external world. And so when we aren't taking care of our internal world, this barrier function isn't going to work properly. Our skin is going to struggle to not only clear what we're ingesting, but protect ourselves from the external world. And it's going to act out in certain ways. And if what we're ingesting is inflammatory to anyone, but also just inflammatory to ourselves. For example, if you are lactose intolerant and you can handle, you know, eating lactose anyway, 
your body's going to find ways to fight that. It's going to most likely eventually produce an immune response and that can be through your skin. So if you're struggling with your skin, you have to really assess what is it that I'm ingesting that is making my body feel like it has to detox, that's making my body feel like it has to protect me. And when we have this point of view that our skin is against us and that it's not working properly and it's not doing the right thing, we have this attitude like I need all the the chemicals, I need all the things that are going to make it stop. But it's a Band-Aid fix. It's like going to the doctor and you've got a UTI and they're like, oh, here, have some antibiotics. And they don't give you anything to say, okay, make sure you're peeing after sex and make sure you're doing all this and make sure you're taking probiotics all the time to prevent a UTI. Like they're not looking at the health issue. They're giving you a Band-Aid fix and it makes them money. And that is exactly what skincare companies are doing, especially the ones that are very, very highly priced. There was a brand that I bought a very small bottle of, I don't know if it was vitamin C cream or if it was a moisturizer, and I think I paid $120 for it. $120. Keep in mind, I did get suckered into the, the sales pitch, and maybe it was less so I got suckered into the sales pitch and more so the fact that I felt like I had to buy something. I felt that like rush, like I had to. Um, like I couldn't say no, which is something that I have refused to bring into my beauty salon because I hate that feeling. If I was to do that to someone, it would make me feel icky. And don't forget, even if you feel like you can't say no, you can say no. But I digress on that topic. Yes, these brands that are $120, $200 for a bottle or two. Yes, a lot of research has gone into what they're doing, a lot of study. They have had world-renowned scientists work on the chemical compounds to make sure they react properly together. And there's not always a guarantee that it works. And I would hedge my bets that most of you have tried an expensive product and it hasn't worked much better than anything else that you've used before. In saying that, it doesn't mean that cheap products are better. It's all about getting educated too. So a great example is St. Ives Facial Scrub. That shit scratches the crap out of your skin, which is not healthy for your skin. In an exfoliant, you probably want a micro exfoliant, which is not, it doesn't have beads. It's kind of feels like gentle sand or like almost like flour. And if you wet your hands, it turns into a paste and then you can rub that on and it doesn't scratch and it doesn't hurt. That's what you want. You Again, your skin is a protective barrier. It is your friend. It is your largest organ and we have to take care of it. Now, going back to what we ingest, there are foods that we are not taught that are inflammatory. Uh, so, and you're going to hate me for it, 
But if you want to see improvements with your skin, you have to try this out. Stop spending the money on, you know, really expensive skincare and start spending the money on your own inner health. So I gave you the example of fast foods or fried, deep fried foods. That should be the first thing that gets cut out. Try that for two weeks and notice how your skin improves. The next thing that I have minimized and and or cut out is alcohol. Now, I did cut out alcohol with sugar at first. Like I stopped drinking a Bacardi and Coke. I would drink a Bacardi soda water and lime. So there's no sugar. And initially that was for the hangover part because the less sugar you have, the less of a hangover you have. But it also, I thought it would help with my skin. I didn't see much difference. When I cut out alcohol, I felt like there was more of a difference. And I didn't really notice the impact that it had until I drank alcohol again. And I had a canned Bacardi. I had a, uh, what, what is it called? Bacardi has um, canned mojitos now and they don't have that much sugar in them. And I had one of those and I also had some mimosas. And within two days, my skin had pimples again. So for me, that was a big sign that for me at least, my body responds really well to protecting me from toxins. At the end of the day, that's what these things are. Alcohol is a toxin. It has a, a poison face on the bottle. It is a poison. If you ingest too much of it, you will have alcohol poisoning and you can die. Like it's just, <laughs> it is common sense. But we're in a, especially in Australia, we're in a culture where drinking is so huge that we, it, it's almost like, <clears throat> oh my God, nearly choked. It's almost like a positive experience to have drinks and be drunk. Let me just take a sip of me water. Another thing to look in your diet, as I've already mentioned, is sugar. Sugar is inflammatory to the body. When we were in nature and lived, you know, lived in nature a lot more and we ate off the land, sugar was in short supply and sugar was not the thing that we would predominantly eat unless in the form of berries, if we were lucky enough to source non-poisonous berries, because it keeps you more hungry. And berries are good for, you know, moving into the diet realm, like uh, antioxidants and, you know, quick hits of sugar for quick hits of energy, but it's not a prolonged amount of energy. Anyway... Sugar, the amount that we eat it in, it's in everything, is way too much for our body to handle. Sugar 100% is a huge issue for your skin. And a lot of, I know that when I was a teenager, a lot of it, my skin problems came down to my hormones adjusting. And I was eating so much sugar. 
I would have Tim Tams every day. Even those packets of, they're called Harvest Snaps. So they're supposed to be a healthy alternative to the little packets of chips that your mum might give you in your lunch. They're little pea snaps, but they have sugar in them. You don't, it doesn't taste like they have sugar, but they do. Lactose-free milk has sugar in it. A lot of barista-style milks have sugar in them. Sauces have sugar in them. All the sauces, all of them. <laughs> Even taco mix, which tastes like it doesn't have sugar in it. It does. So we're even beyond the the chocolate and the cookies and the cake and the syrup and the coffee beyond all of that everything we eat has sugar in it so our body is constantly inflamed and it's it cannot handle these extra products on top of our skin that might be toxins for us if our internal body is constantly in an inflamed state. It's constantly, go, 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 my immune system, help. And I'm specifically talking to people that do have consistent struggles with their skin because there are genetic anomalies. There are people out there who can just rinse their face and eat whatever they want and their skin is perfect. It is flawless. I have two clients like that and I'm just in awe. I'm amazed. Jealous even. But at the end of the day, those of us who do struggle with our skin, it's a huge invitation to start looking after ourselves better and not only as like a chore, but in a self-care way, right? And this is stuff that we can pass on to people that we know and love now and in the future. So moving on to things that can help you with get clear skin. And I, I want to stress that the removing of, you know, alcohol and smoking, which smoking dries out your skin and ages it really fastly because it is killing you drinking smoking deep fried foods and certain types of oils as well as sugar cutting those out of your life for the most part consistently maybe having them like every second week end that's going to make the biggest impact on your skin. Then moving into what you can do instead of cutting things out, what you can introduce is water. Water, water, water. Much more water. <laughs> much, much, much more water. Putting a slice of lemon in there or a pinch of salt will help you your body retain more water. So then your skin has a better chance of being more hydrated and even people with oily skin, I'm not just talking about people with dry skin, we need to have hydration. A lot of the time, the products that we use or the habits that we form can be based around our oily skin. And a lot of products and even some natural products, they can be really intense with things like witch hazel and tea tree oil or even ugh, alcohol. Imagine wiping your face with an alcohol wipe. 
that is not only killing your skin, it's just drying the shit out of it. And that's not balancing your skin. That is just topically making a difference for a short period of time, just so you don't feel like you have oily skin. So you don't want those to be your top ingredients in a, in a product anyway. Other things that you can do are rinsing your face after exercise and sweating and particularly for people with dry skin but for anyone and in fact for women if you want to improve the quality and quantity of your egg count omega-3s omega-3 fatty acids And trying to source them, which I'm going to look up after this actually, but trying to source them from a place that it doesn't have like plastics or toxins within the oil itself. I did have a recommendation given to me for an algae-based omega-3, so it's not based, it's not fish oil or krill oil. And I'll have to remember what that brand name is. But the last thing is cleaning your skin with products. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but hear me out. It, it kind of uh, sounds hypocritical for what I've been saying before. But choosing products that are natural and organic and don't have parabens and EDTS and silicones and which is pretty much plastics within them as your source of cleansing your skin after sweating or cleansing your skin after like gardening or um you know getting really dirty skin because they have less toxins in them if any at all And at the end of the day, if all you're doing is putting on a bunch of vegetable extracts on your skin and by using it, it's not causing your skin to get worse, you are helping your body, your skin, your immune system. You are preventing it from being overloaded with toxins and it's less likely that your skin is going to react in a negative way. It really is a bunch of trial and error. And I do have natural skincare brands that I have tried and I enjoyed. I can't remember them all right now. But if that's something that you're interested in, let me know and I can message you. I'll figure out what the brands are and I'll message you. At the end of the day, any any health condition should be about total wellness. It should be about looking at the whole instead of a part. It should be about less of a band-aid fix and more of a full recovery. And that goes with anything, not just skin. <laughs>